0: You are listening to the Run Duo Podcast, a program to entertain and to inform for runners by runners. Now, here are your hosts, India Cook and Tommy Mitchell. And we are back, episode 10 of the Run Duo. I am Tommy Mitchell. And I am India Cook. And we are back again. And this week, we have a great guest. It's us.
1: (laughs) Us. Y'all ready to hear us this whole time?
0: Uh, anyway, so, uh, India, how's yeah. it going?
1: It's going all right. It's going okay. I am week 11 of marathon training, so I am really, I feel like it's the home stretch. Like, I'm to the point where I'm like, okay, it's the home stretch. I'm ready to go, meaning that I'm ready to get it over with. I'm ready for race day. Um, so, I guess I'm to the point where I'm just like, okay, it's, it's getting there. But I haven't done my 20-miler yet. Um, So I guess that's the biggest thing. Once I hit that 20 miler and then start tapering off, that's when it's going to really get real. So we'll see.
0: So have you already bought your plane ticket? Nope. (laughs) Ah, It don't get real until you buy a plane ticket.
1: Yeah, I know. So, that's probably going to happen this week. It's happening. Like, my hotel situation squared away. Like, time off from work is already taken care of. So, it's happening. I just need to. I just been watching the apps too much trying to see, like, the cheapest plane ticket. Like, it is what it is. But I'm going to get it this week because, it, you know, it is kind of getting out there. I need to stop procrastinating. So, I will definitely do that.
0: Okay. So, because, I mean, so it's just more about just getting it done. Because, see, I don't buy my plane ticket until I've done my 20-miler. That's when I'm like, okay, I'm definitely running this.
1: That's cutting it too close. Because the thing about it is, I'm gonna be in Chicago regardless of how it, t- like, what it takes. I'm going to be there. Like, I've already trained eleven weeks for it. Like, why not? Why wait till that mark to say I'm going?
0: Well, I mean, because then I know for sure I'm not deferring it. I've run twenty miles. Regardless, I can walk six miles if I need to. So that's when I buy my plane ticket. So I haven't bought my plane ticket yet.
1: But it's too late to defer. Who wants to do that? Like you, so you you're telling me you would go through the eleven weeks of training or twelve or whatever it is, all the way up to that point, and then back out?
0: Be like, see y'all. I'm not going.
1: You have committed too much to your life to be doing that.
0: <laughs> but I mean, I, I run anyway, so I'm, I, it's not like I'm. You know, yes, marathon training is definitely different, but I run anyway, so I don't feel like uh, I, I'm doing anything too much different than what I've been doing,
1: regardless. And I don't know. No, like in my mind, it's going to happen and whatever happens on race day will happen. I feel confident that's going to be a good experience for me. Um, So I think I'm more just so claiming positivity, regardless of what that 20 mile look like, because it's not going to be pretty just because I mean, your every day is is what it is. It's not going to be pretty. My runs haven't been pretty. Like that's just being honest. Like my runs have not been glorious. They have not been like, no struggle. Like, I've been struggling through these training runs. Like, but I feel like that's what makes the character that you have for race day. Like, if you can make it through your training runs struggling, it gives you a little bit more perseverance for the day of.
0: Okay. well, we're we, we gonna have to <laughs> agree to disagree, because until until I see them 20 miles, man, I am not... Because I'm already in $180. That's how I feel. I'm already in $180. Okay. But I'm not going to throw another $180 at it to go up there to D.C. and be mad at mile 16. Like, I cannot believe I got 10 more miles to go and I feel like this. So I I probably, if I can't can't convincingly run the 20 miles, and when I say, I'm not saying, you know, I got to run it at, you know, breakneck speed, Mm -hmm. but to the point where I can still get up and walk around, you know, I'm not positive. Okay.
1: Well, I don't agree, but, you know, it is what it is. And from my knowledge, I think... When you defer for Chicago, there's still a charge. Like, even though you've already paid your amount, like, you're paying even more. So, like, for me, I'm like, no. I gave y'all that 195 or whatever it is. I'm not doing anything extra over that, like.
0: Okay, so, let me, my first um, Chicago marathon mm-hmm. that I got injured during training, mm-hmm. I actually did. I, I paid for the Chicago, mm-hmm. and I had already bought my plane ticket, and then I got injured. So, that's why. I was like, nope, until I run 20, I, I'm not. I, and I didn't do any of it. I didn't defer because I was like, like you said, I still got to pay to get in. And Chicago's not like that hard to get into.
1: So I'm going to put my therapist hat on for you. <laughs> You've been traumatized by the fact that you got <laughs> injured during training prior to that 20 miles. So in your mind, you're not doing that again. So you, you have some experience and trauma behind doing, doing, buying the plane ticket early prior to the 20 miles. So that's probably why you're even more like, nope, I'm not doing it.
0: Probably so. You, you, are, you are probably <laughs> and completely correct. Mm-hmm. So when you're in Chicago, there's going to be somebody else there too, right?
1: Yes. Did you hear?
0: <laughs> I did not.
1: <laughs> so Kevin Hart announced that he's going to also be running Chicago Marathon. So I think that's exciting. I mean, I probably won't see him, but I think it's going to be exciting.
0: So, has he made any predictions like he did last time?
1: So, you know, it's so interesting because clearly he announced it, what, last week. So, that means he's, I mean, I'm pretty sure he's doing a full marathon training plan because he's not usually doing running. But he said that he wants to be his time from New York. And in New York, he ran four hours and five minutes last year in 2017. So, he's wanting to do better than four hours is what he said. He didn't say a total or actual amount, but he just said better than the four hours.
0: Yeah, he's being weak. He don't want to give a time. (laughs) That's okay. He's a really busy dude. So, the fact that he actually finds time to marathon train is pretty amazing.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I think the thing about it is is that he has someone to train with him. He has a personal trainer. He has a chef. Like, when you have some of those things going along with it, like, yes, you are busy, but you have a lot more accountability.
0: Okay. So, did you read the article about when he did the relay up in, I want to say it was in Oregon? Uh-huh. Okay. I think
1: he did Coast to Coast.
0: Yeah, something like, yeah. yeah. It was one I had never heard of, mm-hmm. but supposedly he's older than Ragnar or whatever. Yep. But anyway, he, in the article he talks about how right after the race he has to get on a jet to go and do voiceovers for, you know, such and such and such. And that's right. just how busy he is. But mm-hmm. think about your day and your marathon training. If yep. you had to like go work on a set and act.
1: After you got done running, y'all be a mess. Exactly. (laughs) I would be a mess. Like, I get it, but you're right. You're right. I would be a mess. But I think that I also, at this point, if I had certain resources allotted to me, my mess would not be as bad as it is right now. Meaning, if I had someone having my meals, having my plans together, all of that, but that doesn't minimize that he still has the same 24-hour day that we have. So I totally get that piece. Like, I totally get it. But I think it's great. And I think that it's interesting when he announced that he was going to be in Chicago because it's it's been it's kind of delayed but I mean I guess you know Nike does their timing when they want to do their timing so it makes sense
0: exactly exactly but you know you know you're right it will be exciting it he's running another world major so I'm hoping he goes ahead and you know tries to hit hit all of them
1: so he said that he wanted to run five so I don't know if he's saying world majors but I mean he's missing one. But he said five. He mentioned five. So he is not going to be done with Chicago and New York.
0: That's good. That's good. Uh, it, it, it'll be good to see him.
1: Mm-hmm. Now,
0: um, if anybody actually listens to the podcast, last time I, I gave away some confessions about what I fear most.
1: Yes. On chirp, the run. Chirp, chirp. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> so why was I on a run? So, okay. So just to kind of put clue y'all in on how lax my marathon training has been. This weekend was the first time I had run from night to day. You know how you get up early mm-hmm. and you start in the night and by the time you finish, the sun's coming up. Mm-hmm. Which is a normal occurrence in marathon training, yes. which I, I'm used to doing. Yes. But I had not done it this round because I've been so...
1: Meaning like you get up super early and then the sun rises? Is that what you mean? Exactly. Okay, you get got up really you gotcha, early. Gotcha, gotcha. Like,
0: you, you, like if you run running a you 20 You Wake up at or, like
1: 4 o'clock yeah. by the time you're done. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Exactly. So... That's what I did this past Sunday. Okay. And okay, so I got a couple of couple of running stories. Mm-hmm. So the 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 first one, I'll get to the other one first. I'm gonna talk to the talk about the one I'm running, and this mm-hmm. was like a regular day run. It was at it was at, it was in the morning, so it was still dark, mm-hmm. and you know I have my little handheld light. Right. So I'm running, and I'm doing six miles, and I'm coming up to the halfway point. Okay. And I'm running, you know, I, I, I do always scan, but sometimes you get really comfortable. I'm a person that likes to run in the street mm-hmm. just because I feel like there's less that you can step on. You might step in a pothole, but there's usually not a lot of debris because mm-hmm. the cars have already kind of pushed it away. Mm-hmm. So a so like pothole is
1: fine. Is better.
0: I get I, it <laughs>
1: Roll <Okay>. your ankle <laughs> <But> <laughs> Okay <laughs> Anyway So I like to
0: run in the street uh-huh. But the cars were coming So I had to be on a sidewalk I hate running on the sidewalk Because you really gotta watch your step Because of mm-hmm. a raised sidewalk Anything you can trip over Right Why? I step on a stick
1: mm. I step
0: on a stick With the leg that is That I hurt earlier this year mm-hmm. So literally My ankle turns flat On the ground
1: Ooh. Like it,
0: it's like I, it's rock to the side, and I cuss, I, li- I holler out and I cuss. It's it's got to be, I don't know, five o'clock. Okay, five o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting at a people's house. I'm in front of.
1: Yes. Heard me. Right.
0: <laughs> heard me. Yell. You might have woken them up. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. But I I, I kind of I, I, I stopped stop my watch. <laughs>
1: well, of course, because. And I'm
0: and I'm I'm like, oh my god, no, 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 yeah. uh, and it hurts at first. But yeah. now I've always been lucky. Mm-hmm. This isn't wood. I'm knocking on stuff. This isn't wood. But anyway, I've always been lucky <laughs> in because I've, you know, you know, when you play basketball, you roll your ankles, stuff like that. Right. I've never had any real injury like that just because I've always been pretty flexible. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that sort of thing. But this this really hurt. And I'm limping, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm three miles away from home. You know, how, first I'm thinking, how am I gonna get home? Right. And I went, I'm limping and I'm walking it off. And it, it starts to come back, like okay, okay,
1: okay I got it's not this. bad. Okay. okay, this
0: isn't bad. This mm-hmm. isn't bad. Great, great, mm-hmm. great. And I do the whole like Tebow, thank you, Lord Jesus. Yes. You know, <laughs> I'm fine. Him. Yeah, praise <laughs> Jesus. So I start to walk back mm-hmm. to where I cut my watch off because mm-hmm. I want to make sure I got you know the whole run in.
1: Right.
0: Why I step on the same stick with my other leg?
1: Get your <laughs> life. Are you serious? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Are you serious? You didn't you like know, kick the kick kick I can't I even talk. Kick the, I was like, God, I just side.
0: said thank you for not letting. And then you make me step on it with my other. <laughs> that foot?
1: means he's, he wants you to pay attention. <laughs> you not paying attention close enough. What you doing, Tommy?
0: Oh my God! I, I just had to laugh. I was like, "Yeah, I'm you can't do, do nothing but laugh
1: in those no situations." <laughs> exactly. Like, oh, oh so oh, now you oh, have two. Well, ankles. it didn't
0: really. I didn't step on it hard because I wasn't running. I was uh-huh. walking, so I didn't really right. step on hard with my other leg. But I'm fine. It did kind of hurt, like you know, when it turns like that, you can actually feel it all the way up your leg. Mm-hmm. So I still, I felt it in my my knee. So my knee hurt a little bit mm-hmm. the next day. Um, it was a little sore, but other than that, right. I, I was fine. But Alright, so that's my first story. The mm-hmm. <laughs> second one, once again, everybody knows I'm afraid of birds. Right. So I'm running and I'm on my way back in, the sun's just starting to come up. Mm-hmm. Why? And I swear to God, these are condors. <laughs> Why these two condors chilling in somebody's yard on my route?
1: Really? Oh. You dude. felt like they was waiting on
0: you. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> hell no. <laughs> I crossed the street on them
1: foot. (laughs) Really, you was like, "Nah, not today."
0: Y'all think I'm playing? I don't mess with birds.
1: Birds can fly. Y'all don't understand. They can. So can roaches. (laughs) Roaches can fly too.
0: But anyway, I did yes. actually try to get a picture of it because I really wanted to post it. Right. But my phone is so janky and old. It, it, it couldn't focus well like, enough. And focus. actually, they seem to be more scared of me than Burn I was. <laughs> like most birds are.
1: Like, unless you really are, like, prey, they don't really mess with us.
0: Well, I think it actually has to do with... If, I think if they had, like, chicks... They mm-hmm. are more aggressive. Of I course. think When, they pre- don't, when they're you know, protective. Yeah, they're more productive, protective. But yeah, they were kind of like, yeah, all right, dude. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're going to do our thing. Mm-hmm.
1: And you, you stay over us. there. We're good. <laughs> we are so good oh goodness
0: but anyway that's 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 my my running adventures
1: right well i don't have anything like super exciting like that maybe (laughs) i don't know if that's a good or bad thing um but i have been i think we talked about this in some of my previous in our previous episodes like i have been doing my long runs on the streets instead of taking it to the trail which has been a different adventure for me but it's been good and doing the same thing work waking up when it's dark outside and kind of taking off when it's dark and of course by the time I'm done it's light um, it's light outside but that's been really interesting to me a lot more hill training in the process of <laughs> a regular um, regular miles on a trail because of course that Sil- Silver Comet Trail is a gradual incline but it's not technically hills um, mm. so just depending upon, it's, it's gradual
0: it's a like a, it's a, flat a 10 a gradual. mile gradual incline yeah, it's, it's you know I mean? gradual
1: but it's not like mountains like we're used to when you out here Doing Atlanta streets and you see the hill. that I, you I you don't know. I think I'd
0: rather just run a hill and go back down the other side. I feel you. That silver comet sometimes is just a pain in the butt. Yeah, that, that slight incline for that such a long period of time.
1: Yeah, and I think not even that, but I think how it becomes mundane because you're not seeing anything but trees. Like you're passing people and you can say hello and you know, saying nod and all that stuff, but you're not looking at anything. Whereas when you run on the streets, you know, you see, you see stuff, and so it's, it's. It's definitely fun. I know last week when I did my training miles, I literally, I was supposed to do it on Wednesday and I don't know, I woke up Wednesday morning and I just didn't have it in me, Tommy. Like I literally woke up and I was like, there's no way that I can power through 60 miles. So in that type situation, like I listened to my body and I said, I'm going to carb load today. I'm going to rest today. I'm going to hydrate today and be ready for tomorrow. And that's what I did. And I think sometimes with marathon training, what we forget is that we try to be so perfect with the training. Um, And I saw an article about this today as well. Like, don't force yourself or don't put your mindset in for yourself to have a A plus marathon training process. You know, give yourself a B plus because life takes over. Things happen. It does not have to be perfect, but at least you're out there trying. You're doing what you can and you got to listen to your body. And that's something that helps to also prevent injury is listening to your body, not getting out there when your body is not ready and you can't. And that can cause injury. So I set my behind down on Wednesday and I say, you know what, I'm going to do this tomorrow. <laughs> I'm glad that I had to abil- the ability to say I'm going to do this tomorrow. And that's what I did. And I actually was able to get through those runs. So
0: Also, I mean, do you get sick during marathon training, like ill, like flu, anything like that?
1: So I felt like I was getting ill last week was a, a, after my long run so on thir- thursday and friday i had off days but i was like i'm not feeling well so but i feel like my body with my body is more so i just need the rest mm-hmm. so i took friday sleeping okay. because i did feel ill but i think it's just because honestly on thursday after my long run i know that i did not carb load or prop- properly, like put the the calories back into my body Mm -hmm. like I didn't do that enough because I was so tired and then I also probably was not hydrating refueling my body basically like I didn't refuel appropriately and if you don't refuel your body if you think about it like for me on my long runs I'm losing between 1900 to 2000 plus calories Mm -hmm. like easy so basically your, your body is running on nothing like if you don't refuel it you're running on nothing and it can cause you to feel ill it can cause you to feel like depleted so Yes, I felt like that on Friday, but I was like, I need to read, you know, get my life together.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I I usually get sick at least once during a marathon every single time. Like super sick? Well, just like a flu or cold symptoms, Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. And it's probably because lack of rest. Right. You know, your body, um, your body needs that rest and you're not giving it to it Mm because you're jumping up every morning to run Mm -hmm. eight, seven. 10, you know, 16 miles. Right. um, And your body's like trying to tell you, look, no, you need to sit down, Mm -hmm. which is, you know, and which I usually do. I try not to do it more than a couple of days, but I do try to sit down.
1: Right. And the thing about it is, is that we have to ensure that you have to understand what you're used to versus what, what your body is used to versus what someone else is used to so i think a lot of times we compare ourselves to some of the other runners that are out here that knock down 20 miles with ease on a random thursday and that's just their maintenance miles right whereas someone like me when i'm marathon training when i'm building up to that 20 i'm i'm it's a struggle for me. Mm -hmm. Right. So I can't get up and just do a random 10 miles. Like I probably could, but that's not, that's not my base. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So on a random day, me, me knocking down four miles is cool. Like that's my base. But for some people it's 10 miles, but you can't compare yourself for one to the next runner, but you also have to know what level of runner you are. And when you start to do certain things to elevate your, push your limits to a certain extent and your body's not ready you have to take a step back and if not you could be injured or get sick or just you can also go through exhaustion and not want to run anymore like your body can get to a point where you just is like i'm done i don't want to do this anymore and you start to not love it if you're not preparing yourself for the buildup.
0: true very 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 true
1: Mm -hmm.
0: now um india what were you doing 39 years ago
1: (laughs) 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 he tried it y'all Thirty-nine years ago, my parents were dating and trying not to have me. How about that?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Your mama might not have been trying to have me.
1: <laughs> they was trying. They was trying hard not to have me. They I might have been. I don't even think I was in any thoughts, but I know they was dating and trying not to have me.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> well, they were probably practicing. Anyway, so. Mm-hmm. 39 years ago, I was 11? Mm-hmm. I'm 50 now. Do that math. What mm-hmm. is that? that makes me 11, mm-hmm. right? So, I was like 11 years old. 39 years ago is when the South Fulton Running Partners started. And and to me, they are a true run group.
1: They are the epitome of a run group. Like, to me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, but why I mean, for
1: you? Why well, you?
0: it's because... Like I mean, and nothing against the other, you know, mm. run crews out here. They're you know. different, though. Yeah, but every they're they're definitely different. You know, South they've been around for thirty nine years, and it's not like they're trying to win something on social media. It's not like they're trying to expand to, mm-hmm. to be national or anything like that. Right. They have a run group. They have a select group of people. You basically got to get jumped in, right, to be part of them. Mm-hmm. And to me that's not
1: literally people, you don't have to be jumped in. <laughs> but you do have to be you have to deserve in so many words your spot to be a part of their and group. Yeah, you
0: can't just show up and be like, hey, I want to be a part of your run group. Right. That, that's not how I want. Yeah, go, yeah, you buy a shirt and mm-hmm. you're in. No, no, it's not like that. Mm-hmm. Um, they definitely have to accept you. Mm-hmm. Um, they have really I, I love because I, I get their their emails mm-hmm. about the types of runs they're having. So each right. run has its own little name and mm-hmm. somebody does the cooking. You know mm-hmm. for that day and things like that so I, I really think you know they they are like you said the epitome of a run group
1: right so not only that but i think like like you said the cooking so like on the weekends they have what they consider to me what i hear jr saying all the time because he's always the one that i always see posting about it and i follow them on social media but they always say their fellowship afterwards like they literally fellowship after their runs And they are a family. And when you see them, you can tell that it's a close-knit family. And, of course, because they've been around for 39 years, social media was not popping back then, right? Mm -hmm. So their posting is not as limited, you know what I mean? But they know how to get to their runners and what needs to be done. And when they come out, they come correct. When they come to races, they come as a team. They wear their stuff. And it's great to see them because you will see people that started out with them years ago, a lot of, I don't like to call them older, but seasoned individuals mm-hmm. right so a lot of seasoned ladies and gentlemen mm-hmm. that are out there and they they are running this pavement and doing very well doing 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 very well at it so
0: well and and i mean we're saying all this to say you know happy anniversary to the south foot and running yes. partners uh for their 39th anniversary. And they're and the I,
1: oldest African American running crew. They yes. are the
0: oldest. Yes. Because I wasn't sure if they were the actual oldest African American, but they're the oldest African American running crew in the country. Yes. Which, you know, Atlanta, I would expect that that mm-hmm. we would have that. Now um, my thoughts or my what I what I remember about them is when I first got into the Atlanta run I mean, this is before I even ran with BMR or anybody like that, mm-hmm. when I would used to go go to random races and just run. Now I've been athletic most of my life Mm -hmm. and I've always thought I was you know pretty good at it I didn't think I was a superstar but I've always been you know along the the top level and I was I was in my 30s, getting ready to go into my 40s, and I went to a race, and I'll never forget this. I'm thinking, oh, you know, I'll probably place in my my age group.
1: Mm. Let me tell you something. <laughs> they can't trust <train>, us. <laughs> Southport
0: running partners came out there and, and showed me, like, hey, dude, right? We out here. Don't don't think we're not out here. Right. So yeah, that's that's the main thing I remember about them. But once again, congratulations, guys.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. And yeah, I I would definitely say don't these there's some secret and quiet speedies out here that you <laughs> underestimate you see them you think they're gonna break something but they out here running the streets so very very good and a great job to them and i know that they're probably going to show up this weekend too are you running this weekend
0: most definitely
1: okay so this weekend is the atl relay and of course we've had tests on um she's the race director for this so i think the relay is actually sold out yeah um, so the relay for people that um, may, may not have been able to set excuse me, may not have been able to sign up. It is a basically each person in your relay can run a 5k. So you can have a four person team, um, a 5k route or you can have two people and they run you know mm-hmm. they run a 10k et cetera. but um, of course most people do the 5k 5k situation. So four people doing a 5k, it gets competitive. So, there's, like, costumes, um, costume contests, and, of course, speed as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know that there are still 10K and 20K availability spots. I
0: think 20's gone. 20K sold yeah. out. Mm-hmm.
1: So, 10K availability spots. So, if you're wanting to race this weekend, you wanted to do a 10K, basically, you do the same route, but it's um, it's a loop route. So, you have to, obviously, like to do loop routes. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is a loop route if you end up um, liking if you want to do that, and it is a two-loop route. But it's a good... Teams come out, so we have families that come out, families of four. You have run groups that come out and make their own teams. You have just friends come out. I know last year when I ran it, my friend Brick was getting married, and so she was the bride, and then she had three of us that were part of her bride tribe, and we had on little tutus and stuff. So a lot of people make fun out of it and just really do some kind of theme to go with the ATL Relay. So that's going to be a good time.
0: Yeah, so um, if you are going to go out there, um, make sure you uh, root for the Wakanda Olympic team.
1: Root for you all day? Yeah. All
0: oh. Yeah, of course.
1: That's how you're doing it?
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, we got three teams. We got the uh, men's open, we got the co-ed, and then we have the men's masters um, for the Wakanda Olympic team. But yeah, there's a whole lot of teams that are going to be out there um, having mm. a good time. Um, you can come by our tent, because we're going to have two tents,
1: mm-hmm. and we're
0: going to have some drinks.
1: Okay. <laughs> you want to share who on your team or is that secret because you want um, people to well prepare now if
0: anybody listened to uh, Shut Up Tommy mm-hmm. um, you remember the Wakanda Olympic team that we went over to um, Mercedes Benz right so that is Mark Monroe Cedric Harris um, Demarcus uh, what is Demarcus last name Buddy Love everybody knows him about Buddy Love um, Tommy Daniels um, those are the original people okay. now on the co-ed team we're going to have Heather mm-hmm. um Brownlee and angela i'm sorry angie o'neill happy mm-hmm. birthday angie o'neill mm-hmm. oh i got a story about her her party too oh, Lord. um anyway, anyway angie o'neill um and uh and i'm sorry there's some other people on the other two teams that i don't know
1: okay that's um, fair
0: so, but, you know, we're we going to be out there. Um, really, honestly, the only person, the, the Opens men's has a good chance because we got some speedy people mm-hmm. on that one with mm-hmm. uh with Tommy Daniels. He's the one that put that team together. Um, but the other two teams, we just going to go out there and have a good time because I know I, I'm not putting up any any real numbers for the co-ed team.
1: I got you. I got you. Well, that should be fun. Um, It should be a good time. It's always a good time. And it's a lot of camaraderie out there. And you'll see a lot of people out there that's just – cheering people on. I did see Rich Wright that used to live down here in Atlanta. He mm-hmm. seems like he's bringing like 20 teams oh, yeah. of his. yeah. Yeah, he put together literally a whole, a whole bucket of teams. So that's awesome. And it's, I mean, it's a good way to get out, have fun. It's not anything, yes, like Tommy's people are going to be competitive, but you will see different levels of running out there. And if you all are Interested in coming out and cheering, definitely do that. It's in the Castleberry Hills area. Um, so, definitely check that out. That is this weekend, um, the 25th.
0: Yeah. So, if you by the time y'all hear this, it'll be Thursday. Right. But they will be at Roadrunner um, in Buckhead on Thursday and Friday mm-hmm. if you want to sign up and pick up your packet.
1: Yes. Well, there you go. So, there are the deets. Yes. So, you know what, Tommy? We did talk about, you know who else is showing up? Um, well, she's she's a celebrity to me, but she's not really a celebrity to everybody. She's a celebrity in the run world. But do you remember who won New York City Marathon last year? Men or women? <laughs> you women. Oh,
0: Shana? Shana? What's <laughs> what? her name? Shalane? Ch- Is that her name?
1: Yes. Okay,
0: Shalane. There you go.
1: <laughs> see, listen, I should start doing quizzes with Tommy and see if he knows. Like, how well do you know this run world? Okay. Outside of Atlanta.
0: If, if it's not Kipchoge, I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> Kipchoge is my boy.
1: It's like quiz us outside of Atlanta. Would when we when we know it? I feel like we would. But yes, so just like Kevin Hart, Chalaine also um, announced that she is going back to New York this year. So And she won last year. So it is a big deal for her. She was the first American in like several years to take the title for NYC Marathon. So that's a big deal. And she's going for it again. So that's that's huge for me. Because when I watch it, it's like, it's more exciting. <laughs> it's fall marathon season is coming. So that means televised. Yes. Televised yes. marathons, which is what we need.
0: Be, I'm so surprised that I can sit and watch a full marathon. Because if you would have said that when I was younger, like in my mm-hmm. 20s, I'm like, ain't no damn way I'm sitting here and watching this whole marathon. Mm-hmm. But it is interesting from the start to finish for those two and whatever hours. Mm-hmm. Um, watching any world major uh, marathon, right? Honestly.
1: It is because it changes up so quickly.
0: Yes, yes, it does. It it really does. It will surprise you unless Kipchoge's in it and he just gonna win. Yeah, yeah. He pretty much is. I mean,
1: steady. you literally will see elites drop out. You'll see mishaps with uniforms. You'll see mishaps with trying to get water bottles. Like you'll see people that you think that's gonna take it, and then I the person that's in the way back of the pack pulls up. So there's a lot of things that can happen and it's very, very interesting. And I think it it makes more sense for us too to be able to watch two hours versus our four or six hours that we would run it. Mm-hmm. So it's always to me. I'm always amazed at how fast they can run it. And I'm always excited when they're putting the pace down on the bottom right of the screen and you're saying, OK, they're doing this pace. The first mile was this pace and then they're doing a lot of comparison. So I love to hear the narration during the marathon. That's exciting for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Do you watch um cause I know you've gone out to like some track and field meets here in Atlanta? So yes, you like track I and field have.
1: Too? Yes. I love track and field. I ran track and field in high school. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of my it's it's my thing. I um so I ran track and field in high school. I did the three hundred hurdles, the open four, four by one and the four by four. Damn. But now that speed is distance. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I only ran track one year. I didn't, okay. I didn't run the other years. Um I only ran it my senior year. Okay. I, just because I wanted another letter. Yes. I was like, I want to be a three letter stop.
1: That's what it is. <laughs> so yeah, I actually love track and field. And I think track and field is it's different than road racing. It is. But that's where like Oh, yeah, most
0: definitely different. It's
1: very different. And I think that's where a lot of people like to see mo shine on the road on um track runs versus even though he still does distance on track runs, it's still very different than him out doing doing going out and doing an actual marathon. So I will say I do get kind of bored watching distance on the track. Is that weird?
0: Okay, so like, what do you consider distance? Like so when,
1: when they're doing 1500s and 1600s on a track, I'll get bored. And especially if it's in indoor track because it's more laps than a oh, regular track. Yeah. It's a lot, but I'll get bored watching them run in circles. And even though it's still it's still interesting but i'll get bored versus them doing it out on the streets like it's just it's weird. i guess it's different cause- i mean it's no different
0: that's why you get bored running on a track <laughs> like okay
1: i guess so you know i mean you yeah. could run 20
0: miles on a track you lose your freaking mind it's the same thing with watching people run on a track we know like, people uh, that do that though well actually they say you should do mm-hmm. like people who run multiple 20 milers before yeah. a marathon yeah they say you should run one of those on a track
1: and what's that reasoning
0: well, I guess because you can, because there's no heels or anything like that, you can run at a faster pace mm-hmm. um, and get your body used to it. You
1: can, t- you can test yourself.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Like, I know the two people that come to mind that always do track miles is Darrell. Mm-hmm. Always does track miles. Not always. He does street um, street training as well. But a lot of his midweek runs are on the track okay um and he uh, he, i mean obviously he gets up super early and and crack a dawn and does his miles but i've seen him per what i've seen on social media and stuff i've seen him put down double digit miles on a track
0: yeah yeah Yeah. and i mean if Darrell's doing it he's got to work
1: right (laughs) so him and then kimberly from um new york i see her always on the track yeah she
0: does yeah yeah. yeah, I mean,
1: hers are, usually the ones that she posts are usually three, five, six miles. But it still has to have, like, for me, it's a totally different mentality when you're doing track running.
0: Yeah, that's true. That mm-hmm. that's, I've done it before, but only because I, I've done track miles because it was snowing once, and that was the best, the safest place mm-hmm. to actually run. That's true. You know, so that's really the only reason i use it. I, I like running, you know, on the street. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can understand why, though, like, you know, it... it it's probably less wear and tear mm-hmm. because I, mean, yeah, I don't know if this is true or not. But it, to me, it feels like the, the sidewalk is harder than the street to me. It feels like when I'm riding on the sidewalk, it just feels like the, the, it's, it's a harder surface. Than when I'm actually running on the street, I don't know if it's because I'm just more loose on the street because I'm not mm-hmm. paying attention to like tripping over something, mm-hmm. but it just feels like it. So I feel like it's less wear and tear. Yeah, it's, I mean, same thing on the track. Basically. You definitely it's a lot less um, wear it's and tear. Softer. Yeah, exactly on your body mm-hmm. than if you're actually running out on the sidewalk. Yeah,
1: but I would think it's the same thing. Like you know how a lot of people say they they want a flat marathon, right? Mm-hmm. You're you're working when you're running flat a flat marathon or you're running on the track. You're working the same muscle. Yeah. Right. So it may not be wear and tear in regards to working several different muscles, but you may be focusing on one muscle and it does not feel like it's as much. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess you have to take that into account because some people hate flat marathons because they want to be able to work the quads and the hamstrings and everything else. Whereas when you're just running flat, it's all it's all. Quads. It can
0: be very painful, actually, mm-hmm. if you just run flat because there's people say, yeah, flat, 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 but there's no downhill. Either.
1: Right exactly so it's like you have to push and have that adrenaline to go gotcha Mm -hmm. so were you gonna say something else about track i think we went on a tangent because that's just what we do
0: (laughs) oh no i was just (laughs) i I had nothing else to put with that
1: so are you into college football too
0: yeah i'll watch anything when people run a a football (laughs) pretty much
1: all the reason why i asked that i was listening to the burt show this morning and this (laughs) is really i'll make this quick and it was but it was really funny Um, one of the girls that was on there, she was planning her wedding for the fall and supposedly she planned her wedding on the weekend that Georgia was playing tech, like basically a big weekend. And so people were like declining, her <laughs> wedding invites because they're like do you understand what day this game like what day your wedding is on and for her she didn't care she's like it was a very sentimental day for her and her husband or her her and her fiance mm-hmm. and so she's like if you feel that strong about football and you decide to decline my wedding i need to give your seat to somebody that really cares about me because i'm causing people i'm telling people to not come <laughs> because i don't have enough space but, you know, and I think they were more so like, can we have TVs at the reception so that we can watch it? And she's like, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not into football like that. So you can give up your three, four hours of your day and miss a football game.
0: Bye. <laughs> I don't, You don't I can't stand people who do that.
1: Do what, though?
0: Throw stuff on days that everybody knows is big days, like big college. But it's days. not big for big. her,
1: though. What does it matter? Who
0: cares if it's big for you? You want people there? <laughs> But it's, you want people there,
1: but can you salvage? You, you no, it's not about that. I want people there that care about me and that can salvage three yeah, to four hours okay. for All my wedding.
0: Right. Yeah, okay. but
1: I can't lie. When I get married, I probably <laughs> won't. I would be respectful and not do that. Even if I didn't want to watch the game, I would want to. I don't want a conflict of interest. I'm
0: trying to think if somebody I know did something like on Super Bowl or I forget. Oh, it was slam. It was the All Star Weekend. I'll never forget this. This girl had this party. It was a. It's one of those parties. You ever been to a party where they tell you to bring a single friend? Oh no! Okay, and they give so, it
1: like cup colors and stuff about what you would do.
0: Cup colors.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. I'm giving myself. Okay, a break. go ahead. <laughs> so anyway,
0: it, it's like a party. Like you, okay, everybody has to bring a single friend. Okay. it's like a mixer kind of thing. Yeah. So she has it, and she and it was it was her, and she had a a male roommate. Mm-hmm. And so it was the night of the slam dunk contest. Oh. So everybody went into the dude's room because he was, and it was the year. Um, I can't remember his name. I cannot remember his name. He's, he's, he's still in the league, but this was years ago. Um, but it was a year. Um, the guy, he, he played for Toronto. I cannot believe. I can't remember his name. He's from mm-hmm. Orlando. He's from Daytona Beach, and I can't remember his name. But anyway, it was a good year for the Slam Dunk mm-hmm. Contest. She made us turn it off. Really? Dude. Yeah. Dude. You talk about... If, I had a girlfriend, so I wasn't there. Yeah, the, You know, I had actually come. Her friend. friend was my girlfriend. Okay. So we went. Right. Dude, if I was it, you better come on because I'm getting in the car. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Just don't come. But you know what's great? Because we're runners, like the big Super Bowl of running, it's either late at night or really early in the morning. So we don't have to worry about those problems. <laughs> we don't have to worry.
0: Yeah, but like if you get married, you have to think about what time of year it is. You can't get married during marathon training. Yeah. You know that kind of stuff. Why you don't, you can't do all that? Actually, I know somebody getting married in November. I guess that's the end of the marathon training.
1: But neither one of them we know th- we talking about the same person, aren't we? They're, neither one of them are they ain't running no marathons
0: right now. right now. He just yeah. finished
1: his stuff. <laughs> he just finished his weightlifting stuff. So, yeah. but neither one of them are marathon trainers. So they good. <laughs> we'll be at that wedding.
0: <laughs> Two runners
1: getting married.
0: Oh, very nice. Very yes. Nice. Very yes. Nice okay so do you know of any like old school exercise things that are coming back exercise things okay so like
1: like the trampoline that's i feel like that's that kind of like went away and is coming back like do you know the little small trampoline yeah so that's coming back. i've seen that i've seen some infomercials with the small trampoline oh no
0: oh yeah. you know and this one i mean I, it, to me it went away but the one the hanging the hanging where you hang um okay the pull-up pull bar well, you can hang from the pull-up bar, but they have the machine where you can just lean back and you're, you hang upside down. It's supposed to help decompress your, sun, your spine.
1: Okay, I don't know nothing about that. What? I'm sorry. I okay. can't imagine what you're talking about. Only thing I can think about is the pull-up machine.
0: Well, you hang from your feet. You don't, you've never seen that? No. Is it that old? It probably It is. used to be a big thing back in the day. Uh-huh. Like some people, there were these little ankle things that you put on your ankles and then you hook it to the pull-up bar and you hang.
1: No, Tommy, I have never heard of this shit
0: before. Okay, yeah, all right, so, okay.
1: You're dating yourself again. <laughs> but they,
0: no, they just recently started showing okay. all these commercials again on, um, and I guess I'm up pretty early or right. late at night and mm-hmm. that's when they're on. The
1: infomercials are on. Yeah,
0: that's when they're on, so that one comes on. Another one, ankle weights.
1: Yes, I have those. So, Is that old school?
0: Man, people used to walk around
1: with ankle weights,
0: with on. Ankle weights on. Like that was a big thing for basketball players. Okay. Like they just be like chilling, going to lunch.
1: I think I remember that in high school, but I yeah, I do have some. I okay. don't. I yeah. use them when I do like my band and weight 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 resistant type exercises, uh-huh. but not consistently.
0: Yeah, no. But yeah, just, I have
1: those at the house. Yeah.
0: They, see, then it became a rumor that if you wear them around too much, you you start to hurt your knees. What? That, 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 it's the dumbest stuff.
1: It is. Like, how does that hurt your <laughs> knees?
0: They said that if you walk around, it starts to separate your knees.
1: I cannot.
0: <laughs> I cannot. Like, <laughs> I, I, what? Dude, I mean, That's you know so what's easy. amazing to me is, like, we have the internet now.
1: Yeah.
0: What's amazing to me is, I grew up without the internet, but how stuff like that
1: mm-hmm.
0: got around. Okay, do you remember hearing that the guy Mikey from the commercial died of eat, uh, drinking soda and eating pop rock rocks?
1: I heard about that How does that
0: You know Because I think now I'm like How did that get Across the country
1: Because everything Blew up in his body
0: Yeah they said That he, he drank a Pepsi Or a Coke yes. And ate some Pop Rocks And he killed it <laughs>
1: and I'm just thinking <laughs> yeah. like
0: nowadays I can see how because the internet very quickly can spread something right but back then it's just all word of mouth yes
1: and it, it, and it literally like I had a cousin well, in it Oakland like the, it's not that, like the radio wasn't there did they talk about that on the radio no, and that's how I no
0: it was something that you would have never heard anybody with any sort of a brain right Say, but that became the rumor. You can't drink soda and eat pop rocks Rocks
1: at the same time. Did you use? They still sell those things. Yeah, I've had them before. Uh, You never tried them? I could.
0: Man, that all
1: popping in your uh, (laughs)
0: mouth. No, that ain't. That ain't. That is not the you
1: Yeah, we are so (laughs) off running topics today. I hope y'all enjoyed it because that is hilarious. Pop rocks. Yes, I remember pop rocks.
0: Oh, did we have any more running news? (laughs) (laughs)
1: Uh, i I think i had one more thing so there was a marathon in berlin it Mm -hmm. was the women's championship the european championship of the women's marathon and the winner and i'm gonna butcher the heck out of her name volha is her first name v-o-l-h-a Mazuronak. m-a-z-u-r-o-n-a-k she's 29 years old this lady and there was pictures all over and I really was like reading articles trying to figure out what happened but she won the marathon but first of all she started out the marathon 30 minutes into the marathon she had a nosebleed
0: oh only 30 minutes in
1: 30 minutes in oh, wow. she had a nosebleed so literally it was on her hands on her face on her torso because she's obviously like you it may feel like sweat but it's blood and mm-hmm. so clearly it's dripping And then, after the nosebleed started, she took a wrong turn on the course. Literally took a wrong turn on the course. How you do that, I don't know. Because usually when you're leading, you have motorcycles or somebody leading Mm -hmm. you. Who knows how she ended up doing that. But she ended up winning. She won the race. Two hours and 26 minutes and 22 seconds. She won the marathon. So, in those conditions, they said that she even took a pit stop at a water station to try to clear up the nose. But Mm -hmm. she she still won it. Wow. Would you have kept going
0: with a nosebleed? I mean, long as I don't think
1: it's something serious.
0: Yeah, I mean, because when I was a kid, I used to get nosebleeds all the time. Right. So yeah, I, it probably wouldn't have bothered me. But as an adult, I mean, I don't think my nose has bled in years. I but, think I
1: would be concerned if my nose was bleeding at, at an older age.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm concerned. She owns some kind of steroid person.
1: <laughs> you think they probably tested the crap she out of her had, because of they that? They probably did
0: because. <laughs> They pro- she probably
1: I didn't even it. think about that. You they know, probably tested the hell out of her. They I probably would have been did.
0: Side-eyed her the whole way, like, what you want? Right. Cause that is not normal. Right. And you still good. Having a it.
1: nosebleed. And you still good. Like she won the marathon by six seconds. So that was like down to the finish line, hustling.
0: And that was the the European Championship.
1: European Championship. It was in Berlin. So it was not the Berlin Marathon, because that's coming up. But it was in Berlin. Yes. Can you Uh, believe that?
0: That 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 is that is. You are right.
1: I didn't even think about them testing the heck out of her. I
0: would definitely think something was up.
1: You know what's so funny, Mo? I don't. Do you follow Mo uh, Mo Farah on Instagram or on any social media? (laughs) So he always posts when he's getting drug screened. That man gets drug screened like no tomorrow. Like he'd be like one more test. One more test. That's his hashtag. One more test. Ah. And it's just like, when I say how often they drug screen him, it's crazy. Really? Yeah. And I guess, I mean, all athletes, I'm assuming, are the same way. Like, I remember following, um, I think it was Alex Felix. Mm Mm-hmm. And she was saying she did like a clip on her Instagram live at one point or it may have been on Facebook that literally like as an athlete, they have to know exactly where you're going. If plans change your flight information, if you're going out for a night, they have to know like when you're really in the midst of training and, and leading up to mm-hmm. like oh, the, the Olympics and things of that nature, they have to know your every whereabouts because there there a lot of times there's pop up screenings. And so and they have to know where you are in order to administer those. Could you imagine living that life? So it's like, it's things like that that I don't think that we think about. That like, they deal with. And that they deal with. Like, it looks like, listen, glam, but could you imagine like, all right, I'm about to go over here to my homegirl house and you got to call it in to basically tell them where you're at? Because so no they can pop
0: up. have to call your mama.
1: I get it, but call I just... When you get there. Yeah. I. get there. <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> <laughs> make sure you home by so you know
0: exactly. Make sure you haul
1: by so and so, but I mean, those are some things that you know they go through, and I think it's I think it's quite interesting. But yeah, they get drug tests like crazy.
0: Well, I mean, it makes that, sense, and it shows then that the people that are winning are clean. Yeah, you know, yeah, unless they found something new. That,
1: I mean, but you do have to think about the money that they make winning these races sometimes. Yeah. Woo.
0: What would you do to to? To win. Uh, somebody was reading this, the book. I don't know if it was called The Dirtiest Race or The Dirtiest Something. But it was a story of the um, race between Carl Lewis and Ben Johnson mm-hmm. um, from, I don't remember what year that Olympics was. But Ben Johnson was a a, a sprinter from Canada. Mm-hmm. And Carl Lewis, of course, is, you know, world-renowned right. American uh, sprinter, long jumper. Mm-hmm. But Ben Johnson whooped Carl Lewis's butt. In this 100 meters. I mean, he made Carl Lewis look crazy. Right. But Ben Johnson looked like he was on... I mean, he was jacked. Right. And, of course, they eventually, you mm-hmm. know, found out he was right. On steroids. Right, exactly. But they just talk about... It's a book that just talks about, you mm-hmm. know, it's called I think it's called The Dirtiest Race or something like that. But right. But it's a really, really, really interesting read. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, I might have to check that out. But, yeah, us as athletes, you know, you want to take the supplements that you need so that you can perform in a clean yet healthy way and also perform adequately because i mean even down to the simplest thing we we and for me i use gels you mm-hmm. know what i mean i use those type endurance things to help me push through but of course there are some people out here that use more things so that they can stay on top on, on top
0: well okay so for me honestly uh, performance enhancing han- uh, enhancing drugs I really don't care. I mean, that's your business if mm-hmm. you decide to take them. But um, is it fair? But what then? You, well, this is my. The whole reason I'm against it is kids. Right. Because kids do what the professionals do. Right. And if they, they see the professionals doing it, mm-hmm. they're going to start doing mm-hmm. it. Um, but as far, I mean, because what's the difference between performance enhancing drugs and all these supplements that people are taking? I mean, what's, what's the line? I'm not a doctor so I don't know. So what's the line that makes this one okay but makes this one illegal?
1: So as you're talking about it cuz that's a great that's a great question and I'm I'm sitting here trying to think of a a logical answer to it. But I would say that for instance supplements like our gels and things of that nature, those are I can't even say that. I was going to say, like, those are helping us to perform and not crash, basically, right? But your performance-enhancing drugs that are, quote-unquote, illegal are doing the same thing. But I feel like those take you past a certain limit, right? Does that make sense? I don't know. Like, I would think that those would... If you did not have those, you would not be as great. But if you didn't have the supplements, you may not be as great either. Exactly, because so, there
0: are so many supplements that, you know, help you recover. Because that's the big yeah. thing. Because steroids, people think steroids, oh, it makes me bigger. Dah, dah, dah. No, the thing about steroids is it helps you recover faster. Mm-hmm. That's why people take them. Mm-hmm. So that you can do whatever it is you got. So you can lift more right. to get bigger. That's
1: just like, um, what is it? Pre What do people take before they work out? No, they take pre workout. Oh. That's just like pre workout.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Like I feel like th- those are things that people take to make them get through a workout more. So kind of like steroids. Like mm-hmm. even though it's something consistent that you might be doing, it may change the perform the your performance and the look of in the strength of mm-hmm. your body pre-workout doesn't seem like it gives you that energy to get through it makes your heart pump all <laughs> hard and you might be you might be lifting 100 instead of 50 you know what i mean so it just kind of really does that but you're right like what makes those things pre-workout gel supplements things of that nature better than illegal drugs
0: well and i mean i i i'm, I, I'm I, you know i'm a technology person i, I believe that you know it's People, we need to keep moving forward. Mm -hmm. We find things that help us more. We need to use them. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I guess my we need to talk to a doctor that can kind of explain why you know one thing is legal and one thing is illegal. I understand steroids can eventually hurt your body because if you take steroids and hormones, your body because your body's gonna stop making like guys that take all these steroids their body stops making that steroid. Right. Testosterone. It'll mm-hmm. stop making the testosterone because you're getting so much of it
1: mm-hmm.
0: and that sort of thing. Um, so I guess if it, if it hurts your body, that's why they make it illegal. But, I mean.
1: Yeah, like, of course. Like, I feel like just like like um, pre-workout, if you take too much, like, the, the way that your heart feels and the jitters that you mm-hmm. get on some of that stuff, it can harm you yeah and i guess that's the same way that with steroids and things of that nature if you're not careful with it it can literally blow your heart up (laughs) literally because if your adrenaline's going you have all those supplements in your body like it can do more harm than good whereas i feel like now that you're thinking about it's like illegal or illegal Mm -hmm. the stuff that we can buy off the shelves it's giving us an enhancement but it's not taking us to an unhealthy level unless you're using it to excess
0: well, I mean, have you ever taken anything that you felt like improved your running?
1: Um, so I was doing gels at one point. I have started doing magnesium.
0: Okay.
1: Um, and I don't know if it's helped my running, but more more so helping my exhaustion, mm. like being tired. <laughs> so I think being tired more so than anything, but not necessarily my performance. Um, I know last marathon cycle I was taking salt tablets. Um, to help with cramping mm-hmm. um that was something that was of assistance i saw some difference in that mm-hmm. um but i also am kind of like a i'm very weird when it comes to taking stuff like i rather not take a lot of things yeah. like I don't, i'm not a pill person like if you mm-hmm. go to my house all you see is like maybe vitamins mm-hmm. and my my noons and protein powders but like i don't have a whole cabinet of stuff um, I'm kinda like if I have a headache, sleep it off. Yeah. So I don't like to like really take a lot of different things. But I think those are the only things that I feel like really help, more so like joint help and things of that nature, not necessarily like performance wise, but performance in the midst of do my bones overall. feel good overall, like mm-hmm. is my energy up to parts where I can perform? What about you?
0: Uh, not really. I mean, the only thing that's ever I've ever really noticed, uh, when I was training for Yes, it was the Chicago. Um, I started getting up early before my long runs, eating a a a waffle. Um, Mm -hmm. Not a waffle, but an um. What are they called?
1: The Stingers. Yes. Okay. Eating
0: the Stinger waffle, Mm -hmm. and then I started drinking. the Gatorade before I went out
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, just to kind of get that burst of carbohydrates right. and that really helped me on my runs I, I that kind of stuff like how I intake things right. is more of what kind of helped me I've never taken any kind of supplement or anything that I felt like I ever did anything, if anything, it was more mental. I, I actually have cut way down mm-hmm. on gels,
1: yes. Like, I used, I. yeah,
0: because you what is it, every 20 minutes you were supposed to take 45? one, something, something crazy, yeah. yeah every and 45. you know, for, for a marathon, you'd be running around with like 20, 20 of, them of them on you, mm-hmm. so that's why I've really cut down on, on the gels. I yeah. only take them when I think
1: I actually need them. So, on my long runs, I've been doing chews and you know, with this, mm-hmm. with the Cliff chews you'll get like a sleeve of them, and I believe you get like six or eight. Mm. choose in each sleeve and I probably use a sleeve a little bit less than a sleeve a run and that's because I only take two at a time like I can't I don't see such I don't see a big difference where I feel like I need to keep chugging down chews or chugging down gels like if I just really feel depleted most of the time I go get a powerade or I go get a gatorade or I take my noon drink like I feel like more so the carbohydrates with the drink along with being hydrated and the salt that comes within those Mm -hmm. versus literally having to take a supplement now do I do it on my long runs of course but is it every 45 minutes no I would be carrying so many for my long runs (laughs)
0: like
1: I would be carrying so many and I just I feel like I just don't need to
0: yeah yeah
1: so why do you drink
0: Powerade?
1: I love the taste of it. The taste is so much better than Gatorade. Are you trying me right now with okay. Powerade versus okay, Gatorade? let me explain
0: something. Powerade is an imitation of
1: Gatorade. It tastes great.
0: It's not supposed to
1: taste great. It tastes great.
0: So, but I I, I mean, to me, Gatorade is a... They truly work on um, replenishing athletes.
1: I, don't I just don't...
0: Th- I think Powerade is like... Juicy juice.
1: Yeah, I mean, you're probably right. That don't I mean that. I, I mean, I don't like it. It does what it needs to. And every time you see, you're right. When you see football games and any sports games, mm-hmm. any sport or athletic like thing, period, they do have Gatorade. So I get you. I, mm-hmm. Doesn't mean that I, I still like it. And on races, like they usually have the Gatorade endurance and things of that nature. Like that's what's out there. They're not mm-hmm. giving you Powerade. Right? Some places are, but for the most part, they're not giving you that.
0: Okay, I actually have been doing the Gatorade no sugar. Okay. Actually, it tastes pretty good, and I mean, I've, I've been—I mean, I haven't done any super long runs on it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I, I, I have a handheld, so it, yeah. it's going to be gone anyway. I'm going to have yeah. to buy some more right, right, right. anyway. So, mm-hmm. um, the i can only have the new sh- no sugar in the beginning.
1: Right, makes sense. Well, I guess we'll see. I guess I guess I might try some Gatorade and see how I like it. <laughs> I said that I need to transition anyway, and probably this marathon I am going to probably run with my handheld this time versus what I did last time. Y'all was babysitting my powerade and giving it to me, but I'm probably going to run with my handheld this time, um, and I might I might see if I can ingest something different during the last couple of weeks of my training to kind of transition into it, but I don't want to do too much change. And I still do Power 8 or the noon. And I can take that with me. I can just drop the tabs in there with the water.
0: Yeah, okay. So no, that noon, I, I, I say yes. But mm-hmm. otherwise, because I I mean, a lot of people say you do need to bring your own hydration on yeah. a marathon. I, I mean, honestly, if I, I could run with stuff. nothing but shorts and a tank top. I hate
1: carrying stuff too. Yeah.
0: I, I, don't, I hate running with things. The other day, I went through trying to find a watch that I could make a call on. And the only one is the Apple Watch.
1: Of course! You an apple um, person?
0: I, I'm not doing the Apple Watch. Because <laughs> it's not a true runner's watch. Mm-hmm. Tommy Daniels, he put out, we have a, um, for Pace the City, we have our own little group chat. Mm-hmm. And Tommy Daniels was like, uh, I have an Apple, he has an Apple Watch, I guess. Mm-hmm. But he wanted to be able to set alerts for pace,
1: yeah, per no, mile, you're not gonna be able to do that.
0: Like on you can do Garmin. your
1: mile, your heart, you can do your heart rate. I think on an Apple Watch, mm-hmm. heart rate, pace, mile, elevation. I think, but other than that, you can't do what you just mentioned. Yeah,
0: so you can do it with a Garmin. Mm-hmm. You can set an alert that once you, if you slow down too much, it'll alert you. Yeah, if you go too fast, you it'll can alert do your you.
1: intervals. Yeah, exactly. You, all of that, and that's
0: what he wanted to do. Um, and he couldn't because, and I'm like, okay, it's not a true run watch. You know, that's what. It's, well,
1: that's it's not designed for that. Well, it's I mean, for activity, like physical activity, period. Look, not necessarily. We run.
0: Right. As, I mean, we we do more than just physical activities
1: Right, but I'm just saying it's not specifically.
0: <laughs> well, good. I guess my because I, I I'm tired of running with my phone. I'm yeah. tired of. I have the pouch.
1: Yeah.
0: I really would love to be able to not run just just my watch.
1: Well, why do you run with your phone? For just, you,
0: because if I fall out, I need to call somebody. <laughs> I
1: get it. <laughs> That's
0: true. That's <laughs> true.
1: Yeah, you're right.
0: You never know what might happen out here. Because I be thinking about it sometimes. Every time I think about like leaving it and not yeah. running with it, I'm like, this will be the time. Yeah. Every time I roll I out run the out. I roll
1: mine. I close all my apps. I put that thing on power save mode on my long run so that I can have enough juice. <laughs> I do all of that. Yep.
0: Oh goodness. Yep. Okay.
1: The things we do. <laughs> as runners. It is so, what
0: it is. We got anything else about running? <laughs>
1: I think that's it. They have listened to us ramble and talk about a lot of different other stuff, which to to us is fun, but I think they'll love it too.
0: Well, once again, I want to thank everybody that listens um, to the show. Mm -hmm. Um, So India, if they want to get in touch with you, how would they do that?
1: Yes. So you can find me on Instagram at I of Indigo, E-N-D-I-G-O runs. And that's the underscore in between each of those words. Um, And also Miles from India. And you can also find me on Facebook at India Cook. Um, and if you would like to email me, you have any topics or anything, any questions, concerns, anything of that nature, you can also email me at milesfromindia at gmail.com. What about you, Sonny?
0: Um, they can reach me on Instagram at tmitch68. You can DM me there. Um, I'm, on, I'm Thomas Mitchell on Facebook or email me at thomaswmitchell2 at gmail.com. That's the number two at gmail.com. Um, I'm actually on Twitter too at tmitch68, but I, I'm hardly ever on it.
1: You should just stop giving your Twitter and your Facebook Because you don't really use them
0: So, But we got a lot of great guests that we're lining up So please, please stay tuned Um, Listen to each and every podcast from us Mm -hmm. Subscribe, tell your friends about it We love hearing from you Email us, let us know what you want to hear about Anything from you
1: No, just thank you for everybody that's been doing it. And and thank you. We have been getting a couple DMs on topics and things of that nature. We have not forgot about you on some of the topics, but like Tommy said, we are lining up some great guests that can talk about some different things. So thank you for all the love and support and y'all be safe out on the pavement.
0: And this is episode 10 of the Run Run Duo. Duo.